Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Just One More Level podcast. I am your co-host, John. And I'm Christian. And tonight, we are going to be covering Five Nights at Freddy's. A personal favorite of mine. It's this little indie horror uh, sleeper hit (laughs) that gained... Yeah, I was going to say, it's not so little anymore. (laughs) No, no. Um, But it very much started out that way. The the, uh, developer, Scott Cawthon... Um, was kind of on his last leg, similar to last week's episode right. of Final Fantasy. He was right. on his uh, he was on his sort of last ditch effort to thrust himself into the spotlight. He had made some tiny um, RPG style games beforehand, and they were all very, um, or at least he attempted to make them family oriented. But everybody kept commenting that his creatures and characters were just eerie. Right, left right. A, left a very strange feel uh, in the way that he animated them and presented them. So he said, "All right, you want strange? I'll uh, I'll give <laughs> yeah. you something to be scared of." Right, right. And uh, the game has since spawned massive success. Uh, that single game blew up all over YouTube and streaming. And at the time, everybody was playing it and talking about it. Uh, all the way up to the biggest Let's Players, your Markipliers and PewDiePies and Jacksepticeyes of the world were all playing it. And uh, all of the sequels, the game has since spawned, I believe, four official sequels uh, with one on the way. Right. Um, uh, four spinoff titles, I believe, including an AR title and a VR title. Um, and the newest one, the fifth official sequel, is going to be a launch title. For the next generation of home gaming consoles, the PlayStation Which 5. is crazy to me that it was yes. like a big announcement thing that was made during the mm-hmm. PlayStation 5 event. I mean, good for Scott. Like, that's amazing for him. Right. But I just could not believe that's whenever that popped up as one of the... Right, right? <laughs> to be a headliner at the Sony yeah. show. Like, that was that was mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah, good for him. Good for him. Yeah, absolutely. And then, of course, also it has spawned endless amounts of merchandise and... Uh, there's a, a huge book series now with almost a dozen books. Um, they're uh, right. shorter novella-style books, similar to some old R.L. Stein Goosebumps books and things like that. Um, but it is it is massive to say the least at this point in time. Um, so, so Christian, what did you what did you think? I know this is your first time playing the game. Yeah. Um, so I, I'll I'll lead by saying that I like John said there. It is my first time playing the game, and I played roughly an hour and a half of it. Um, in the footage that's on the screen now, you can see I, I uh, made it up to, well, it's night three right now, but I think I actually made it up to night four. I didn't make it any farther than that. Um, but anyways, I do actually know a lot about the lore, um, not from playing the games, but from mm-hmm. watching YouTube videos and whatnot. And that's what I actually really enjoy about the game is all the right. deep lore, the hidden lore. Um, gameplay wise, mm-hmm. unfortunately, I don't have very uh, good opinions of it, <laughs> sadly um i can uh, i can understand yeah yeah it's i mean it's simple obviously it's simple and scott's background was kind of making simple games there are good things about it though and we will touch upon that um but like the first thing that really irked me was being a pc gamer i'm used to having options right i load up a game and that is the first thing i do every game i play i load it up and i hop in the options see what i can play with um at least change Mm -hmm. the resolution pick which monitor i'm running it on whether i want v-sync or whatever nothing right not a single option no you can't even change the resolution if i'm not mistaken it's stuck at 1280 by 720 um so i was a little disappointed in that i I believe you can uh i'm sorry you can you can i think you you can change the resolution if you're playing the mobile version 
Um, oh, okay, sure, I, sure. I, I I know that much because I I have the mobile version, and you can choose to either um play it in the original resolution, or you can right. fit it to your screen. Um, okay. which for me, I have uh like a little little one of the longer like the plus phones. Um, so you right, can fit it right. to the screen, and it feels more wrap around. Um, and th- there's a couple different options too, I believe, with uh moving your phone can move the camera and and uh like different things like that, or you can choose to tap it or drag it. Um, a couple of different things yeah, like I that, mean, but I, I think it, um, it can actually speak to probably why he was able to make it such a success is because it's so simple and accessible and he was able to port it to mobile, which these days, if you port a game to mobile, you're golden. Like, <laughs> right. I mean, every game these days pretty much is ported to mobile. Call of Duty has a mobile right. version at this point. Um, and like, I, I understand. And with the style of game, <laughs> the, with the style of the game, it doesn't need excessive options. But a resolution option, at least, like bare minimum, let me select what right. resolution I'm playing at, right? To not even have sure. that just yeah. it killed me. Um, technically, yeah. there is one option for the game. If you know much about Windows PCs, mm-hmm. um, Alt-Enter is a mm-hmm. shortcut to either make something full screen or non-full screen. You can do that. Okay. <laughs> that is the one option okay. in PC games <laughs> um, or in the, in the Steam version here. Um, so, I mean, that, yeah. that kind of bugged me. But uh, once I actually got into okay. the game... Controls were pretty easy to figure out. Um, the moving the mouse mm. back and forth is a little bit weird for me because I have three monitors, right? And my center monitor oh, yeah. is my is my default. Since this isn't an exclusive full screen game, meaning that my mouse isn't locked mm-hmm. to the game, if I move my mouse too gotcha. far to one side or the other, I go off of the game screen and the camera actually stops moving. <laughs> so again, another kind of annoying thing that would have been fixed if there were proper options for the game. Um, or could have been fixed at least sure. if that was one of the ones one of the options that he gave. But besides that little thing, the the controls are intuitive, right? You just move the the mouse right. back and forth, and whichever side of the screen your mouse is on is which way the camera pans. You just touch the bottom. Mm-hmm. I, at first, I thought it was a button, but you actually just touch the bottom with the mouse, and that pulls up your camera. Touch it again to close it. Which actually, once you get into the rhythm of it, it's right. pretty nice because you can pull the camera up and down really quickly. So. Right. That's nice. I, I do like that. I think that was a good decision. Um, the cameras, you just click yeah. on the rooms for whatever cameras you want to watch. The lights and the doors, you just click on the lights and door buttons, which are very big, visible, like easy to see. So control wise, I would say the game is actually pretty decent. I will give it that. Like it, it runs well. Uh, there's no complaints there. Yeah, I, I, I believe um, it, it can. It, it's kind of like uh, Doom. You can you can run this game on a lot. I right. <laughs> um, uh, you can correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know if it's in Steam, but I think I originally downloaded the game uh, close to when it came out. I think on Desora, and um, probably I believe yeah. the, that sounds right. Uh, the minimum requirements for playing it was Windows XP. <laughs> I could be that, I could honestly, be wrong. Yeah. I think it might it could have been Windows Vista, but <laughs> with as simple as the game is, I would not be surprised if XP was the minimum. Plus, the game series is what five <laughs> years old at this point, roughly uh six six this, years old? uh this first title was early 2014 i believe and it was just yeah. approximately four or five years ago that microsoft completely stopped supporting windows xp sorry windows xp not mm-hmm. windows in general right so it's not it wouldn't actually be that surprising <laughs> to me and a lot of gamers for a long time stuck with xp just because it was mm-hmm. subjectively the uh superior option of uh windows the superior version so gotcha. a lot of people actually kept that for a long time so i wouldn't be surprised if that was the right. case to be honest mm-hmm. um yeah. one other thing though just real quick that really irked me so the game froze up on me like the first time i launched it and i 
thought okay. maybe there was like a problem with the options or something back on this options thing. So the first thing I did was hit the escape button. And I was like, oh, shit, the game crashed. So then mm-hmm. I launch it again and I get into the game and yep. there's no option button. So I hit new game and then I get into like the proper game, start to play. I'm like, all right, I'll hit escape to pause it so I can pull up the option menu. It fucking closes the game. Escape quits the game straight up. Yes. No dialogue box, doesn't escape. pause, nothing. Just straight no. kills escape the game. crashes your game. Oh, yes. why? Like, oh, that's so annoying. <laughs> Just because like it makes yeah. sense. Like it's the escape key. But every other game out there uses that as either a pause, options, whatever button. So for that yes. to just straight close without even mm-hmm. popping up with a dialogue to be like, hey, do you actually want to quit the game? Oh, man. <laughs> that killed me. That, yeah. 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 And it's, uh, uh, uh well, you know. <laughs> um, so, uh, so, so gameplay wise, um, I, I can tell you what, what, what I enjoy about this game. Um, yeah yeah good i at, at some point of course the uh the the scare factor wears off um yeah at that point it's certainly. not scary anymore it's not horrifying but i remember right. when it came out it's it, it was very much a product of this time and 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 now uh, i mean it's been uh ripped off and uh paid homage to countless so number many, of times, times. yeah <laughs> Right, and 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 even new even new games have tried to piggyback off of uh, certain aspects of it, you know. Right. But when this came out, it was very very unique, and in, in the way that it did it, because typically horror games um, achieve scares by forcing you to do something that you don't want to do. Right. They force you to walk down a hallway, to encounter an enemy, to open a door Wish. that you don't want to open because you know something scary is on the other side, but. I think that um, this game forcing you to do nothing. Um, it's not survival say, horror. You know? It does the same thing, just kind of in reverse. It's still forcing it's things you reverse, don't want yes. to do, but not in the same sure. way. You're not walking towards the enemy. The enemy's coming towards you, and your defenses are slowly right. running out, constantly slowly running out. So you have to be very careful. Right. So what you would yes. want to do is to just close your doors basically and keep yourself safe. Um, right. But what you, the game forces you to but, do is the very thing that leads to your death: leaving the doors open, turning off right. your lights, checking your cameras con- constantly, etc. Right. So I will say it's an interesting right. balance there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I will mm-hmm. get tired of it. I know the other games add more little mechanics to vary it up a little bit, like the other ones in the series. But I will say, Very by the so. end of my hour yeah. and a half, I was kind of getting bored of the how simplistic it was. Um, I, right. I found myself mm-hmm. like browsing through Twitter or Facebook and then just looking up at the screen every once in a while to make sure there wasn't anything on the hallways. <laughs> like, so. Oh, you're getting brave. That's big talk from a night three guy. <laughs> you get into night six, let me know how that goes. <laughs> Stuff gets hectic. Um. I mean, it's. I still had hectic um, moments, um, even in just night four here. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's just it's a little Mm -hmm. too simplistic. But I can see, I can see the appeal, especially for a younger audience, which is really what I think its claim to fame was. Right? I mean, a lot of adults obviously enjoyed it, and there's nothing wrong with that. But I think what really blew it over the top was how many younger, uh, you know, teens, young teens, and preteens really loved this game, loved this series. Yes, yes, absolutely. Um huge hit uh right. 
I wouldn't know. I was in college by the time it came right, out. Right. Yeah. But I, I was, I was aware of the cultural impact that it oh, had. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, like you know, just uh, like watching the game theorists like and younger uh, siblings. Yeah, and then everybody sure. else on YouTube playing uh-huh. it, and yeah. Right. Yeah, and then like uh, I know um, like the younger siblings of some of my friends were into the characters and into the games, and I was shocked because. I was like, do you know what's actually going on here? It's really dark, right? <laughs> this game's it's, actually it's, all uh, about like child really murders and <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. It's it's a very intense story. Do you know what's going on? And they're just like, well, there's, there's Chica and Bonnie <laughs> yeah. and Freddie. And I was like, oh, okay, I get it. Oh, That's God. what's happening. Yeah. That's what's happening with you. <laughs> to them, it was the equivalent of those games on the computer that uh, we had when we were kids. That would get forwarded around. You right. know, they would send you like a maze. Yeah. And you were so concentrated on the maze. And then all of a sudden there was a jump scare. I, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, if, you're, it if your was... mouse just barely goes off of the maze track or whatever, then yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. I mm-hmm. remember those growing up. No, it jump scares you. Yeah. Um, but the... Uh, so the thing for me... Um, the thing, the the thing for me, the rewarding part of coming back and playing it again was not the the jump scares because I'm so familiar with them now, especially right. having played uh, most of the rest of the franchise and having I've seen the rest of the franchise played in its entirety um, to an alarming degree, right? <laughs> if I'm honest, <laughs> um, but I um, I've played a lot of it. But what's rewarding for me is trying to say that I beat it. Because sure. for the earlier titles in the series, once you get to uh, night four and night five, and especially night six, and then the bonus um, unlockable mode, which is the uh, all characters set to maximum AI, right, twenty 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 or whatever the they call 20 it. Mode. Yeah, yeah, twenty twenty mode, four twenty mode, fifty twenty <laughs> mode, twenty twenty worst right. year yet, twenty twenty um, mode, ultra right. hard, ooh, right, Scott. <laughs> ultra hard, yeah. <laughs> Once you uh once you get into that mode, um, unfortunately, it starts to become a bit luck based. Yeah, I'm um, sure. I'm sure. Because I, 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 I mean, I there's definitely things I could have optimized in my play, but I noticed that there were some nights where somebody would stand at the door for like an hour, and the door uses so much electricity. And yes. then there's other nights where they would only stand there for a couple minutes. Mm-hmm. So even on night four, there's already some luck in it yes but if i had optimized my play i'm sure i could have beat yes. night four without running out of electricity anyways but i can see as the difficulty goes yeah. up that and that would probably uh, just get worse it's stressful yeah <laughs> yeah which i think is what he it's, was going uh, for it, though right like that's the the emotion yes. that you're supposed to feel the yeah, panic exactly yeah um, yeah you're 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 panic stricken because you're trying to figure it out and you're 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 stuck you can't move right right i I think that adds a layer to it so what what you said is true for sure it it is the same thing that a traditional survival horror game would have you do react to things that you don't want to because it puts you in danger but i feel like at least for me and i know a lot of the people that enjoy these games um the added layer of not being able to act not right. being able to fight back in a traditional way with some kind of weapon or even being able to avoid right. to a certain degree because you can avoid even for so long if you do slam your doors the power will go out and yeah. you will be and then killed you're screwed yeah <laughs> you die either way at that point yeah right yeah um, golden freddy the- theoretically if i was on the uh, stream yeah. i i so. had no idea how to deal with him i still don't know for sure i ended up googling it at one point and uh because i i just i had no idea how to deal with him i don't know i don't Mm -hmm. know (laughs) it's a uh so the uh so the strat 
um, the mo- the most common used strat that I've seen and that I use is um, especially it's not so much important on your first or second night, but uh, from the third or fourth night on, what you want to do is you technically in this first game do not have to check any other camera feed except for Pirate Coat. Foxy is the only um, animatronic that reacts to the camera. Yeah, which I did re- I did realize so that, you... and that's kind of what I started doing here in Night right. 4. But uh, early on, I obviously mm-hmm. didn't know that, right? Right, yeah. And um, yeah, he's, he's the only one. You have to check the camera frequently or he'll start to pop out of the pop out of the curtain more right, and more and more right. and then I, I love his animation of like just dashing down the hall right yeah <laughs> and popping in the side of your door he doesn't have an up in your face jump scare like the rest of them right he just runs down the hallway but if you catch that at the right time and you see it on the camera that's terrible yeah yeah well and actually none of the I other realized, characters move like that. i realized he doesn't there's a pause right <clears throat> so uh he comes out mm-hmm. of the curtain then you have a set amount of time that he will mm. not move. He'll just be completely off the cameras until you check one of the cameras, and then that animation triggers for him to actually come down the hallway. Because I actually started to right. use that to my advantage. Yes. I would see that the curtains were open, I would close mm. the camera, close the door, and then I would go to camera whatever to trigger that animation of him coming down. Mm. Um, but So yeah, I know the yes. animation you're talking about. seen it plenty of times. It, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it happens uh it happens a lot more frequently uh up in night six and seven um oh, I can and imagine, uh, yeah. an, an added an added negative amount and incentive for you to want to keep your camera trained on him is when he does arrive at your door and it's closed he bangs on the door right which yeah. takes power oh i didn't realize <laughs> him your, banging on the power door took power down. that's interesting okay uh-huh okay so you want to try to keep him stuck where he is so what most people do is um they only check pirate cove you don't need to check anything else. right yeah um you use your door lights but before you check pirate cove you close the right door because in night five onward the um freddy won't show up at the door the way bonnie and chica will yeah freddy just... hides behind your door right, right up in the camera so the only way to ensure that he can't come into your room when you open the camera is by closing the right door before you open right, the camera. Right. So the the tactic becomes light, light, close right door, camera, light, light, close right door, camera. Interesting. Okay. Like, yeah, there's a there's a very rhythmic right. tactic that people <laughs> found out is is almost a foolproof way of just 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 clutching the victory. Right. And. <laughs> And if that's all you're caring about, and you don't want to play it atmospherically. There, there it was. The animation. Yeah. <laughs> um, See, like I said, uh, um, if it, I didn't realize that kills me. My last night that I actually played, I ran out of power, and I could have swore. Mm-hmm. I mean, the footage will roll eventually. I could have swore that I still had like 15% power or something, and then I closed the door, waited as soon as yep. I heard him stop banging. I opened it up because he only bangs for like three seconds or something like that. Opened my door, and I was at zero power. And I was like, how did I lose right. so much power? I, I just yes. had the door closed for like three seconds. So, man, that kills me. I did not know that. Yep. That's good to know. That's good to know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Um, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, and then so um, I, I was reading a little bit more so, after I had finished uh, my, my time playing for the podcast. I read a little bit more about strategies and things like that. And another thing they mentioned is uh, audio cues mm-hmm. are a huge thing in this game. Apparently, yep. it's not just random mm-hmm. noises that are going on in the background. It's actual... Um, no, like cues for what the different animatronics are doing. 
um, which I kind of thought they might be, but they seemed yes. so random that I just kind of blew it off. But that leads me to my point, though, which is the audio design for this game is actually quite good, in my opinion. That is one of the big bonuses I will give to it. Yes. The overall atmosphere. And it only improves. Yeah. Oh, I, I believe it. Definitely. Yeah. Um, but the overall atmosphere and sound design, I think, are the two strongest points of this game. Gameplay, I've said some kind of negative things about it. The game itself, you know, same thing. But those two things, I have no real complaints. Like atmosphere wise, bang on. Yeah. It's awesome. Uh, audio design, especially knowing that it was a one man job. Amazing. Like really good job with that. Yeah. Yeah. Some really, really good. This game definitely benefits from headphones. Yeah. Yeah. I um, imagine. I actually that, was that using speakers. Sound but, experience. Yeah. I'm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, because you can hear you can hear a lot of um, thumping right. from either side. That's Bonnie and Chica. Freddy moves almost silently. Um, Chica, you can hear her in the kitchen. That lets you know that she's getting closer to you. Oh, the kitchen doesn't have a camera feed, okay. but when she's in the kitchen, you hear banging and clanging of like pots and mm, pans. Okay, okay. So you can tell that she's moving closer because you can hear her in the kitchen. Um, a foxy sings to himself. <laughs> Um, you can hear like, like when, uh, Foxy's getting ready to open the curtain, you can hear like, uh, dum, 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 dum. <laughs> I, maybe it's cause I wasn't wearing headphones, he like, but I don't think I ever actually heard he like, that before. Interesting. Yeah. He like, he like, he like hums and sings to himself, watch a, <laughs> like watch a playthrough or something. And you'll, you'll, you'll hear the, the, like the YouTubers commenting on Foxy. That's cool. To okay. Neat. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah. And, 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 and as the series progresses in the sequels, uh, the audio cues and the audio design are so much more important. Oh, yeah. They removed a lot of emphasis from the cameras in a lot of ways um, and uh, gave you more things to jump yes. and to worry about. The second game is notoriously the hardest um, because there's so much thrown at you and it's so much of a departure from the right. first game. Well, and I think it's um, probably because second layer he, to the map. if I had to guess, he probably heard how many people made the same complaints I made, basically. And it was like, all right, well, then I'll I'll fix it probably. by doing adding all of these things and just kind of went a little too far with it, if I had to guess. Right. Um, but obviously, I haven't played the other games, so yeah. just speculation yeah. on my part. I've watched some other people play and watched yeah. a lot of lore, but that's it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, because in, uh, in the second game, for instance, uh, there's no more doors. Right. Um, you have lights, but the lights are tied to battery power, not building power. So uh, it doesn't trip you in that way, where if you run out of power, it's an insta-kill. Almost guaranteed to right. kill. Um, it doesn't have to be. You can technically, if you're close enough at 5 a.m., the clock can roll over yeah. and you'll make it. But um, It's unlikely to happen, uh, though. In, yeah. in, in the, uh, right. In the, uh, in the second game, um, they, they substitute some of that with... Um, there's a secondary like uh, portion of the map. The animatronics can move through the fence. Yeah. So you can hear the audio yeah. cues of them getting in and out of the vents. I remember. And uh, when that. they appear in your room, you're supposed to yeah put this uh, Freddy mask down right. on your face um, to try to trick them into thinking that you're an animatronic. And uh, you have to wind up a music box remotely, which triggers like a new scary animatronic that was introduced. Yeah, in it was like a ballerina or something, wasn't it? Um. It was the uh, the puppet, oh, the, the yeah, 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 that was the one. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, it 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 just progresses from there. There's uh, every game comes with some sort of different complexity of the gameplay. The fourth game actually has no cameras at yeah. all. Uh, you don't play as a security guard. You play as a child. Right. It would seem. Yeah. In a right. bedroom, frantically running back and forth to check your doors 
And all you can do is peek out of your bedroom door and uh, click your flashlight on and off. So that game relies almost entirely audio cues. off of audio So kind cues. of a return to the mm-hmm. original game here then, kind of return to roots. I mean, you don't have cameras, but in the sense that you lose, yeah. um, you don't have so many options, right? Because kind of like in this game, like you said, you really don't even need the camera for right. the most part in this game. It's mostly about checking the hallways and closing your door. Um, so really, it's like two big things that you're doing. Right. So it kind of sounds almost like a return to roots to me where you just have like right. two things to focus on, not including audio cues, obviously. But yes, um, the character design of the animatronics in that game, though, horrifying. Just fine. So just much, fine. So much scarier. <laughs> yeah, the hor- horrifying. Oh, oh, horrifying. I thought you said just fine. <laughs> so <laughs> horrifying. No, horrifying. There's Which one, so much uh, work. They're they're like rotted. Yeah, and... yeah. Which one is it that has the um? I forget what they're. I forget what he's called now. But he's like uh, he's completely bare. Has no like uh, suit at all on him. Um. Oh, okay. Um. Yendo, I believe uh, you're talking about in the sister location game. He's probably, just I, can, I honestly location. can't remember his name, but probably I just remember that one always being kind of yeah. creepy to me. I don't know. Um. Mm-hmm. There's actually a really good uh, segment in the... I could talk about this right. all day, clearly. There's a really good segment in the VR yeah. game um, where you're... Um, they they obviously redid the first three, uh, the first four, even, right. um, to to put them in a VR mode for people to experience because there was like really uh, horrible modded VR support for these games when they came out, and it was awful. Right. And nobody <laughs> liked it, but... Um, there's it's it was a vr remake and it was incredible so i didn't realize that the vr game was um, just the games but in vr i didn't actually know that sort uh, of sort of it, it, yeah it was it, it was completely remade yeah. from the ground up um it had to be of course um to to give you a real 3d perspective because what you're looking at in the background here is obviously just a you know just a yeah baked yeah in. it's just a 2d texture um, um that doesn't even smoothly completely smoothly scroll there's some uh it looks almost like you're looking through a camera lens because it's not even tearing it's a consistent there's consistent lines in the textures that move with the camera so it's almost like you're looking through a camera in the game Mm -hmm. is what it reminded me of like a smudged camera which was just a little weird but i mean it wasn't that big of a deal and after a couple minutes i completely like just forgot about it but it was one of the weird things i noticed whenever i first started playing right right yeah um but the uh yeah it it was completely rebuilt um and but he added uh so much more than that um he he did remake the first four games um in vr um not so much the fourth game as the first three uh because like all the first three have all all of the knights are playable the fourth game he did something a little different with and then there's a lot of added stuff on top of that there's uh something called uh like uh repair the repair shop um where you get up close and personal and repair the animatronics and if you don't do it in just the right way they spring to life interesting okay um there's uh there's a there's a vent repair stage where yendo is chasing you through several stories of vents as you move your way down on an elevator and you have to complete these puzzles in a certain way as you move up and down the vents uh to keep him from being able to get to you and it's uh it's 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 very very interesting and right. <laughs> I, I can't wait until the new one comes out. Um, I'm I'm not I'm not gonna be able to play it right away because I'm not springing right. for a PS5 well, I mean, it just might come yet. Out for but, PS4 too. I'm um, not sure. I'm it, very it was like a, a true exclusive or yeah. 
Yeah, I'm not positive. I don't even have. I wonder I how it's gonna play I don't even on uh, those, but PlayStation but anyway. Five on console. <laughs> Has have any of the previous games released on console? Or? Yeah. No, not I to your knowledge. I yeah, don't think so. And if they have, it was definitely right an afterthought. Right. Yeah, um, because I, I don't see how the con- the controls could could translate very well. It works fine for mobile That's because great. with the right. game, you're really just pointing yeah. and clicking with the mouse. Um, and uh, except for when you, I think when you get in the later games, they introduce like hotkeys sure. for things like uh, like E and. I think I think like A and D close your doors. Just little quality of life things, not anything major. Which I imagine, if it's keeping the same format as these games, I imagine that's just what they'll do with the PlayStation version as well, or the console version. Your thumbstick will look back and forth, or whatever, and then you'll just use the face buttons. Like square will close left door, circle will close right door, triangle will turn on left light, X will turn on right light, Mm -hmm. or whatever. I mean, we don't know what the mechanics are going to be for the next game, but just as an example. I imagine it'll probably be something right. like that. Or L even buttons, the, uh, L and R's. Even yeah. the triggers. Yeah, that would work too. Yeah, the the, <laughs> right. know, the bumpers and the triggers there. Um, but uh, it looks from the from the teasers, the very little footage that we have, that uh, you're gonna be to some extent free roam. Um, you're 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 gonna be moving around, which I imagine is gonna uh, right off. <laughs> <laughs> because, like I was saying before, something that's so that entrances you into the experience of this one is that you you know it turns the genre yeah. on its head that's what it right. got famous for was was being such a departure and such a unique thing and now they're gonna come along and perhaps make a more traditional horror yeah, I mean, game we'll see what they'll do the genre uh it's it's it's, it's interesting. i know just from like my perspective right. though i would enjoy it so much more i feel like because i think i think what it is because don't get me wrong anybody listening or scott mm-hmm. if he ever hears this by some ungodly chance it's not that the game's bad it's i it's it's a personal thing i really hate mobile games i just i can't get into 99 percent of mobile games right and i don't mean this to be rude but that's what this feels like i know it wasn't originally made as a mobile game but it feels like that's what it was made for right Right. you have these nights each night's only 15 minutes long perfect amount of time for a mobile game for a session or whatever you only have like four different buttons you have to click Right. perfect for a mobile game are the nights uh, that long on this roughly I, I don't know exactly how long they are i'm just i'm just a- estimating it's probably yeah. closer to like five they get it's so probably closer shorter. to like five ten minutes to be honest but i'm really <laughs> not sure um but regardless i'm okay. saying i'm saying each night okay. is a very short relatively short period of time um uh, so like yes. it's it's just perfect yes. for mobile you right when you're on your on when you're on the go on your phone on the bus or whatever you don't want to spend you know an hour playing one level of a game you want to spend eight minutes and 36 seconds which is how long right. the night is in this game um <laughs> playing a level or whatever so that's perfect mm-hmm. like to me the whole game just feels like it was made for mobile and i don't like mobile games <laughs> right Again, I, I, I praise the artwork. Right, I praise right. the atmosphere. Just a, just I praise the music, or not the music itself, but like the, the sound mm-hmm. design, overall sound design. But just the game itself, I can't really get that into it. Um, right. I will say. Gotcha. Gotcha. Just one more so thing before we transition uh, to the next topic here. Um, They mm-hmm. did actually decrease the time mm-hmm. on the mobile version, however. Um, According to Freddy did Fazbear's they? Pizzeria Simulator.fandom.wiki. Okay. Um, <laughs> the, the, the PC version was eight minutes, 36 okay. seconds. However, on mobile, they reduced each hour to 45 okay. seconds, making the entire night last four minutes and 30 seconds. 
they actually made the night half as long. That yeah, see that's that is the new standard. Um, I know in the uh, for instance, there's uh the the two newer ones. There's um right Pizzeria Simulator, which has uh, uh and sister location as well has an unlockable custom right. night where you can stack up the characters and uh, play different varieties mm-hmm. of challenge. Um, Sister Location's Custom Night was pretty famous, and then he released yeah, Ultimate yeah. <laughs> Custom Night, which was just a yeah. boss rush battle royale. Um, there was 50 characters to choose from. You could personalize their AI settings from 0 to 20, and you could stack them up in whatever way that you please. And uh, the standard for those were 45 second hours. That's weird. Yeah. Okay. So the f- it's four just, minute and It's weird night. to me to take a game that was already made and based around one time frame to reduce it so drastically because I feel like that would completely change the feel of the game. Yeah. But yeah, whatever. It's not that big of a deal at the end of the day. It was just weird to me when I read that. So I'm sorry though. You can, uh, yeah. What was it? You were trying to transition into another topic. No, you're good. Yeah. Well, I was, uh, but I mean, I, when you get to ultimate custom night, it's such an endurance (laughs) marathon. You'll be thanking God. Right. (laughs) It's, Four hours and thirty sec, four uh, four minutes and thirty seconds. Because oh my god, nobody could make a, a an eight minute night when you get into like uh, all of the characters set to AI tag. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Something crazy. Um. Uh. So anyway, what what I was going to transition into is um. So let's move past uh, mm-hmm. gameplay and uh the the technical aspect of thing and and talk about what everybody loves about this game. The yeah. Story. Yeah. That's that's uh, that's the draw. The right. story. The lore of uh the environment and there's i mean unfortunately so much so much of it <laughs> to to cover Which is but very I, weird because if oh you my just play the game I'm... right if you've never played this game before i want you to do mm-hmm. i just want you to do something for me don't look up anything about this game if you know nothing about it don't look anything yeah. up don't even finish listening to the us talk about the story here nope. just play through as much of the first game as you can handle right. come back and tell me how much story you think there is in this series I guarantee you, you're going to tell me next to none and then look up how much story there is in this series right. of games. It is ridiculous. Oh my God. Yeah. And it, and that's, 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 that's what, what I love about, about it. I've never even played the games and I love I, that about it. Like, <laughs> right. Right. I, I like 100% believe wholeheartedly that he didn't intend. Right. For right. <laughs> yeah. When he set out to make the first game. He probably had a rough outline in mind of like right. where it could go and what the origin might be. Yeah. And that's about <laughs> all you can yield from right. this game. Um, and it's mostly told through snippets of phone messages from right. uh, from Phone Guy, which is yeah. a recording of yeah. Scott. Yeah. Uh, if you didn't know, that is that is Scott, obviously, because uh, he he didn't have right. money to hire <laughs> voice actors. Um, well, I think later he, on um, he used Fiverr. Phone Guy he? calls you Sorry to at the beginning, but later on. Because he's still a single man operation, or at least he was for a long time. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, for games like two, three, four, for the sound effects and voices and whatnot, he just went on Fiverr.com and hired voice actors. Which I mean, I, I love it. Yeah. I just love it as a as he an indie him. developer. Like, yeah, <laughs> like amateur. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he hired like amateur kind of unknown right. people to do the voice acting, and they knocked yeah. it out of the park. Especially in like Sister Location, the voice of uh, right. Funtime Freddy and uh, Circus Baby. Yeah amazing right um but uh yeah so when you're when you're introduced to this game uh you get phone calls Mm -hmm. each of the nights um you get uh you get a phone call on your first night and there's this uh this happy sound guy on the other side of the phone 
and he's leaving you messages from not beyond the grave, but they're old. They're outdated by yeah. A which week at or first so. they don't um, tell you. Yeah, the they, first it, phone call he makes no mention of that. It's not actually until like the third ish night where you realize that this is actually pre-recorded messages you're listening to, not some guy actually on the phone with you right now. Yes. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So he he's recording each of his nights as right. you play your nights. Um. So he records his first night on uh which the message plays on your first night and then uh so on and so forth until he presumably dies on right. his fourth night um which yes. i did a lot Same, on my like night. i said early on in this podcast um, that's as far as i made it i wasn't able to make it past yeah. the fourth yeah close a couple times but nope yeah um and then the fifth night you're treated to this horrible <laughs> screeching otherworldly noises which uh if you listen very closely um, you hear a voice mutter something about the joy of creation. Nice, and that was it ended up being a uh, spinoff homage game that somebody made yeah. with Unreal Engine Four. Some some scary <laughs> ass animatronics. Um, but uh, the uh, it's amazing to me that that is all the way back in this game because as you get into the story and the lore, uh, what you get from the games at least is you get this story of mm-hmm. a family. Uh, that uh, the father of which created these animatronics, and he created them special, <laughs> and he also had a penchant for <laughs> yeah, murdering yeah, children. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and he used his he used his animatronics and his pizzeria to lure children because he wanted yeah. their souls. And a lot of that gets uncovered throughout throughout the thing. And uh, you find out that he was trying to discover some way to harness soul energy. Um and and again this is this is six yeah. <laughs> years in the making. This is spread across all of the games, all of the books, all of the random posts right. by Scott on his website. Secrets like hidden that. in the code yeah, to that, his website. This is not like, out in any way. Mini games where you have to like glitch yes, through walls in the code and shit the to get out yeah. of bounds to find the secret ending to a mini game mm-hmm. inside the game so that you can get another ending. Like this dude's ridiculous <laughs> i love it i love it yeah. but this dude um, is ridiculous yes yeah yeah um but yeah you you find out that uh the, the creator of these animatronics was trying to harness human souls specifically those of children for some reason and uh he wanted to harness that energy somehow and ended up creating monsters yes he ended up creating monsters the human souls possessed the creatures that he created either uh, through his will right. or not and um eventually eventually they yeah. become his hell <laughs> that's the the plot of um pizzeria simulator and ultimate custom night the two official slash unofficial sequels uh more spinoffs than sequels um you find out that eventually he meets his death and he gets tortured in hell by being killed over and over and over by the animatronics which are possessed the souls of the children he murdered because so, with Scott and these games, yes. nobody all... actually knows. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, nobody actually knows. He's starting to spell it out a bit more. There was an actual like recorded voice acting bit at the end of um, Pizzeria Simulator, where there's a there's a voice actor that actually spells out what's happening. Um, he ha- he records a, a voice message for William Afton which is the creator right, that I've yep. been talking about that created all of these animatronics. 
and he speaks directly to him and he tells him that he's going to burn in hell for what he's done and that he's going to set the building on fire and everybody and it's going to die and it's all his fault and like he just goes on this great big message but even that is a secret ending. You have to play the game a certain way. In, order in a to very that. specific way at that. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's right. honestly amazing yeah. that people have found all these little Easter eggs and secrets and things. Even things like posters on the wall here changing or right. being colored and then not colored. And crazy little details that only get more and more extravagant yes. as the series progresses. It's insane. And it's the, the like I said, it's mm. the thing that I yep. like Five Nights at Freddy's. Not as a game. But as something to watch, it is mm-hmm. so entertaining, not even necessarily to watch the game be played, but like watching Matt Pat talk about the game or, you know, mm-hmm. various other people as well. But Matt Pat being, I think, the largest yeah. of the group is so interesting in the lore for the game. I've watched, I'm pretty sure, yes. every video he's put out on it because I, I, I love it. And I love what Scott mm-hmm. does with hiding these Easter eggs and things as well. I just uh, I look forward to that PlayStation 5 game yeah. because I want to see what style of game it ends up being. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah um i have a feeling that it will and i know this might be blasphemy but i have a feeling if i had to make a guess that it's going to go much in the style of like hello neighbor or uh we have right you right that sort of thing a very eerie feeling to the game uh versus uh an, an abject right. horror <laughs> like like i i don't think it's going to end up being sort of like a silent hill horror game um, or uh, any of the other big genres out there. I feel like it's going to have a very squeaky clean, polished look, but still achieve that eerie atmosphere that the games have uh, enjoyed this entire time. That's uh, the impression that I'm getting, at least from the yeah. teaser trailers. And I can see that. Yeah. And I mean, like and honestly, whenever I first saw the trailer, at first I didn't even realize it was a Five Nights at Freddy's game, and I was pretty excited for it. <laughs> like, right. I was like, oh, this looks really cool. And then I, I think it right. showed. It's been a while. I only watched the trailer once, but I'm I'm pretty sure at first it just shows like some eerie shots of like some scenery and things like that. And then slowly it starts introducing elements of like the animatronics. Yeah. And I was like, well, hold on. What is that? Is this a Five Nights at Freddy's ripoff? What is this? And then all of a sudden Five Nights at Freddy's pops up and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, right. Did not expect that. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Now I'm 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 very excited to watch all my favorite YouTube right, right. track of the new game. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I, I I will play it at my earliest convenience. I guarantee it. But um, in the meantime, I I I will enjoy watching them take this on. I will enjoy Matt Pat's right. <laughs> as he pretty much um, weekly theories. Yeah, as it's he, insane. Is he, he scrambles? Yeah. Every every time I knew one of these games out. Uh, one of these <laughs> games out. Every time I knew one of these games come out, he he spends a solid two or three months releasing two or right. three theories yeah. each month about right the game and all the new things that he's figured out this time and uh all of that sort of thing so um yeah i i look forward to that um as far as as far as the game itself would you would you recommend it to somebody would you play just one more level see if you can conquer that it's complicated personally personally it's comp i don't (laughs) think i will and i'll admit i've already uninstalled the game but <laughs> that's just me personally. Yeah, yeah. I uninstalled it after I did my hour and a half. I was like, all right, cool. I played that game. Not going to touch that again. Um, now, that being said, I haven't put it into my finished category on Steam because I have a category on Steam for all the games like I've finished that I, I've beaten, done everything I think there is to do in it. 
I haven't put it in there, so I haven't completely given up on it. Okay. But I know I've had my fill for quite a while. That okay. being said, though, I don't want to discourage anybody else from trying it because I recognize that this just isn't my kind right. of game. I don't think this is a bad game at all outside right. of not having any sort of options menu at all. Scott, what are you doing? Fix this game. Um, outside of that, I don't think this right. is a bad game at all. <laughs> I just recognize it's not my kind of game. Um, and on top of that, as somebody who enjoyed the story and yep. lore and watching Matt Pat's videos and whatnot for so long, I am happy to help Scott, like to pay it forward to Scott at this point. I've enjoyed his franchise by proxy for years now without ever actually giving him anything. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I mean, like I and for five bucks, this game is so cheap right. and most of the other games are around the five to twenty dollar mark. They're relatively cheap as well. Right. By all means, I say it's worth trying see if it is your kind of game so would i play it just one more level probably not but right. should you try it and see for yourself i'm on the fence right 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 i feel that have you do you feel as if you've completed this one enough to attempt any of probably these and you know normally i'm not that type of person that'll play a game before i finished one uh, another one but I've watched so much of the lore for these games, and the games themselves don't give you very much of the lore anyways, right. that I'm not sure that applies as much to these games. Right. It's kind of, I don't know, it's it's a uh, weird yeah. one. I think that I would be willing to play the second one before yeah. I technically finish the first one. Right. I don't even know if I can. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I, I tried I tried the uh, the I've fourth night here like three times or something like that and was unable to finish it four times, maybe. So, uh, yeah, I may be unable to as well. Yeah, I, right. Yeah. Um, I, I would uh, very much play one more level. I my goal in life is to beat all of these games. I, I think that that would be like an, just an interesting right. thing for me to do. I've seen other YouTubers do it a ton of times, so I'm very familiar with the types of things that you're supposed to be doing to find some of these secrets and different things like that. But I think it would be a very unique experience for me to sit down and uh, try to figure it out myself. And who knows, maybe even discover something that something which is a possibility. I, I don't know what the data Probably mining not. scene is like for these games, but uh, <laughs> I mean, with as many secrets as Scott has hidden mm -hmm. in here. Yeah. I feel like anybody, honestly, if they play enough and pay enough attention, they could find something that nobody else has noticed. Right. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. So yes, I would play just one more level. I would play uh, yeah, just yeah. one more game. Play the whole big surprise whole to franchise. no one. The I guy who said that, except the... for the VR game, I have the AR. <laughs> the guy who said yeah. that he loves the series in the beginning of the podcast <laughs> would play it again. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's just like me last yes. week with Final yes. Fantasy, yes. and the week before that um, with God of War. Same thing. Obviously, I was right. gonna say yes. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Um. But I. Uh. Yes. I, I I very much enjoy it. Um, I would get a VR headset just to play right. FNAF VR. <laughs> I would I would get a new I would get the next gen console to play the new FNAF launch title. I I genuinely would. Um, with the intention of doing much more. Than right. That, I'm, not <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna run out and spend five or six hundred dollars, whatever the price tag is gonna be right. for the PS5. Uh, four ninety nine uh, for the disc it, version, yeah, three ninety nine for the uh, disc list version, if I'm not mistaken. Coming out November twelfth. Hashtag yeah, not sponsored. Yeah, I'm gonna buy the disc uh, version. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely get the disc version. I don't. I'm yeah, not a digital yeah, guy. I, on, which is weird because I'm a PC player and all my yeah. games are digital. I own like fourteen hundred digital games. 
but not on consoles. <laughs> I just I don't know what it is. Um, like I just I I'm 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 a I call it, a, it being a hipster. I just like having right, something that right. I can touch and collect. I like having a game that I can collect for my game system. PC, yeah. it feels a little different for me. I'm I'm just fine with same, digital games same. on PC. And even like um, I own like old digital games on like my PS3. Like I have some uh, some PS1, right, and PS2 right, games from yeah. the virtual store on uh, on my PS3. But when it comes to games that were built and made for the PlayStation 3, I yeah, just, and I mean, and there's that. other reasons for it too. Like, disc that um, for instance, uh, oh shit, I forget the name of the company. There's this really cool company that makes retro handhelds and consoles. But they do it without emulation. They do it using uh, FPGAs, which are like special mm-hmm. chips that mimic original hardware of things. So if you have your original copies of these games, you can pop it in and it's basically like mm-hmm. playing on an upgraded version of that original console, which is just awesome. Like that's the best way basically to play like right. classic Nintendo games, classic N64, um, uh, uh, Turbo Graphics, Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, all that, because they have HDMI output. They have a uh, clearer picture output, better sound output, all this, but you're still playing your original cartridge, which is just really cool. Right. If you buy all your games digital, you're shit out of luck. Like without I, without some hacks, like getting one of those consoles right. and then hacking it so that you can play mm-hmm. a ROM on it or whatever, you're you're just you have no other option. So it's just really cool to have physical copies of these things. Whereas on PC right. You can just play games from 30 I, years ago on the same PC. Like, I can load up a game from the 1980s on Windows 10, and right. with some tweaking, it'll work just fine. You can't mm-hmm. do that with the PlayStation right. 5. I can't pop in a PlayStation 3 game right. and just have it work. Like, so, yeah. Right. Anyways, sorry. Sorry, right. tangent. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, yeah. No, I'm, no. Right. I, I, I agree. <laughs> I'm on board. Like. I I just recently found out uh, something that is, is amazing to me, and I, I was telling telling you about it that there's a um like an emulator software that works as an emulator for uh PS2 right. games when you download ROMs of them, but you yeah yeah you can play them on your disc yeah. if you have the game, uh, which is cool, which 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 makes it yeah completely uh you know completely yeah legal. you don't have to go through and, all the trouble and, and, and of ripping viable. your games I mean, and I, then I, keeping digital copy of your game and everything like that if you mm-hmm. don't care for backing up your games in that way you can just pop right. your disc in and play it like that which is really cool mm-hmm. yeah, all you need is a good old-fashioned just a dvd drive right <laughs> that blew my mind i i i thought for sure that you were going to need some special sort of encoding or uh hacking right. software <laughs> to get the disc to read on the pc but nope just no just that just that emulation software that you would normally be using for a rom you just pop the pop the disc in Done. and play it right on your yep. computer that blew my mind i played yeah i cuz before i busted out the crt for god of war i tried to play it on the uh computer just to see if it works cuz i heard about that and i loaded it up and i was playing god of war right. for the playstation 2 the original copy of the disc yep. on a pc using right, an right, xbox yeah. one controller <laughs> <laughs> yep I felt that felt very surreal. <laughs> I felt like a master hacker. Oh like, yeah, hell oh, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, it was um, very very strange feeling. But all right, yeah. But any uh, closing thoughts, or right, you think so that's pretty much we, uh, we've established pretty much I it? Eh? Play. Uh, cl- cl- closing thoughts. I would say very excited for where this franchise is headed. Uh, the new game has obviously been. Um, they they spent a lot of time on it. They've done a lot of work on it, and I can't sure. wait to see where that goes. <laughs> um, I wish they'd hurry up and just put the movie out. Sure. Um, it's been in limbo since about fini- Five Nights yeah. at Freddy's 2 or 3. 
Um, I believe Blumhouse Studios own the rights to it currently. They're the ones developing the scripts. Uh, Blumhouse is responsible for a lot of modern horror movies that uh, a lot of people love. Um, Get oh, Out nice. was made nice. by Blumhouse. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, the uh, Happy Death Day movies made by Blumhouse. The new Blair Witch right. like reboot type thing. Yeah. The Bye Bye <laughs> Man. So what I'm what I'm doing here is showcasing the very right. best, the very worst <laughs> that they have that, produced. Uh, yeah, that the, the studio can put out. Yeah, so you know it's just uh, it's just a name, um, but they 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 all have a sort of right. familiar feel to them. Uh, whether they're good or bad, they all have a sort of like realistic, gritty right. vibe to them. And uh, a lot of times, uh, a lot of the stuff right. can be very visceral <laughs> and violent and real. So I've, I'm very excited to see what they could do with the property. And I read that uh, movie that came out just a little bit ago, the Banana Splits movie. You ever heard of that? Um, the Banana Splits movie is a parody reimagining of an old 60s British TV yeah. show called The Banana Splits. And The Banana Splits were uh, mascot characters, yeah, similar yeah. to Five Nights at Freddy's. Um, they uh they weren't necessarily animatronics they were people in suits but a lot of people said that they were kind of creepy right. back in the day um and uh the bananas the banana splits movie was reportedly the original uh first draft of the five nights oh. at freddy scripts that leaked okay and somebody got their hands on it and they used this old 60s british property and applied right. it to <laughs> the five nights at freddy script so um, in, in the movie, uh, the banana splits aren't portrayed in costume. They're animatronics. And they like kind of get loose and they start uh, following these people through a studio and right. hunting them down and killing them. So it was, uh, it was very interesting to, to see within the context of, of hearing that rumor. Um, and uh, you can't wait for yeah. that. <laughs> what I'm trying to say. Can't wait for some new books, uh, some new game theories right uh, yeah not sponsored and that's my thing for me it's i'm <laughs> um, excited some new, uh, some new, some i'm new excited games. to see more about the lore to maybe get a little bit of closure on what exactly is going on mm -hmm. and i'm just excited to see scott succeed because uh it's awesome and i love mm -hmm. to hear you know small indie devs uh going big mm -hmm. you know that's amazing so good for him good for his family his team yep. and yeah absolutely that's awesome uh john where can we find you at, man mm-hmm mm -hmm. You can find me on YouTube right. at the Dorseman. I am going to going to be on Twitch, I believe. Nice, I've nice. made a Twitch now. Um, haven't streamed anything there yet, but uh, stay tuned uh, for a potential uh, Twitch version. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, at the Dorseman, of course. Everything's at the Dorseman, except for uh, e e even Twitter is at the Dorseman, but it's technically John Dorsey yeah. one because yeah, yeah, you yeah. know names on Twitter you have to. Set your name. <laughs> you can never change it. I've had the same Twitter name since 2010. Right. Uh, Instagram um, at John Dorsey, and uh, that's, sure. that's pretty much it for um, me. Of course, yeah. So about, uh, I'm on Twitch. You? Obviously, uh, we stream the recording of these podcasts on Twitch. If you guys ever want to catch it early, we don't have a set schedule for when we record those, so you just kind of have to have them not notifications on and get the alert from either Twitter or Twitch that we are going to be going live with the podcast. And that's at uh, Stream All the Steam over there on uh, Twitch, right. on uh, YouTube as well. Same thing, Stream All the Steam. I'm a little sporadic on when I upload or anything like that. And to be honest, these days, it's pretty much just VODs that I upload. Um, 
maybe a little bit of editing but just just barely to be honest with you so if there's a certain game series you're interested in or something that you see that i'm playing on twitter or on twitch and you want to check out the whole thing then youtube's the place to do that um and then of course twitter i've mentioned it a couple times already i am stream the steam just stream the steam not stream all the steam on twitter and that's simply because uh twitter has a limit to how long your names can be and things like that so i had to shorten it down a little bit but uh yeah yeah well you know it is what it is um but next week so we just finished up fnaf next week jonathan we had a last minute change of plans Mm -hmm. for next week um i so we are now playing silent hill right is the plan that's silent that's right the the uh the first one one. released in 1999 (laughs) is what we're going to be doing and uh i'm lucky enough to have that game so i'm going to be playing that probably on um I don't know, relatively soon. I don't know when exactly, but uh, look forward to that on Twitch, maybe YouTube at some point, if you want to see me uh, play some right. some Silent Hill in preparation for the, the next podcast. Yeah. Right. I'm, I'm very excited. Very excited. Um, because I've, I've only ever sampled uh, Silent Hill. I played probably an hour, hour or two right. of Silent Hill 2, uh, the remaster for the PS3. I honestly, um, I forget which one. I've only ever beat one of them. This first and it one. was a remake or remaster or something of one of them. I just don't remember which one it was. So honestly, I'm pretty excited too to start from the beginning of the series. Right. I think it'll be a lot of fun. And uh, after Silent yeah. Hill, though, we are doing a little bit of a special. So instead of waiting a whole week, we'll have another episode coming up just a couple days after that on uh, October 31st. Bet nobody would have guessed that. Where we are going to be playing a small handful yeah. of games. Phasmophobia, right. a new uh, indie hit where you play as some ghost hunters, the original Resident Evil game on PlayStation yep. 1, uh, Ghosts and Goblins on the NES, and then uh, this little tiny indie game called Structural, which it's unlikely very many of you have heard of, but it's interesting and it's free. So that'll be fun. That'll be coming up on a Halloween, hopefully. Yep. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Hopefully. Absolutely. All right. So thank you all so much for listening uh you that's right you didn't have to we do we did. really do and we appreciate um that. if anybody watches last week episode which was what was it final fantasy uh you'll you'll recognize that i decided not to do some editing um <laughs> surprise surprise i took the lazy route uh jonathan didn't say his trademark thank you and i was so upset <laughs> i had said something to him and he was like it's fine we'll just redo it but i had already cut my audio at that point but i didn't tell john this <laughs> So we're bantering a tiny bit, redoing the ending, and he's recording himself throughout the entire thing. And I listen back every time before I put the podcast up. I listen back to it from beginning to end to make sure everything sounds okay. And I realized I forgot to cut the ending, but I had already like trimmed it down and everything. So there wasn't big, long pauses where I was talking. It was just John rapid fire, like talking to himself, saying random things, doing his trademark ending. And I was like, you know what? It's great. I love it. I'm just going to leave it. It's perfect. So even if you don't want to watch the entire episode from last time check out the end it's uh that's some fun stuff it's some fun stuff and i haven't even checked out the end myself yeah you should it's great i i i always i i mean i always throw it on in the background when it comes out just to see how it turned out you know it's uh i mean it's nothing like it's it's relatively short so i mean it's not like it's only like uh 30 seconds or something like that okay uh, once i cut out all the like the dead space and everything but uh yeah no it's just i had a chuckle whenever i heard it so i decided to leave it but uh one one last time though thank you so much everybody for joining okay uh we hope you we (laughs) hope you enjoyed uh spending some time with us today and we hope you'll come back again next week bye-bye y'all absolutely bye-bye